0: And welcome to On Wednesdays, we watch One Tree Hill, the podcast where a bunch of nostalgic millennials sit around and talk about a TV show from the early 2000s that they either grew up with or have never seen before in their entire lives. As always, I am one of your co hosts, Brody, and with me, as always, is Jesse. Oh, hi. And Caitlin. Hello. And today we are talking about season five, episode three of One Tree Hill, titled My Way Home is Through You, which, fun fact, is a song by My Chemical Romance.
1: Look at that band we've heard of. Oh my
2: god. Band
1: we recognize
0: and love. Uh.
2: Uh.
0: (laughs) Yes. So, yes, let's just jump right in. So, we open on Lindsay snoozing away. Well, Lucas has been up all night writing, like we mentioned last week. Um, and he tells her he's been energized by, you know, staying up all night and writing. And not a lot of it has suffered the dreaded delete button. And he says he hasn't felt this inspired since he wrote his first book. Mm. And Lindsay says it's a very good thing that you're energized, Coach, because you have practice in like eight minutes.
1: <laughs> uh, the big I, pause since he, when he said since my first book. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not go unnoticed. Funny no. or Lizzie. nope,
0: not at all. Not at all. No. You
2: could drive a patent-sized car through that pause. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, then, then we go to Nathan, who successfully gets out of bed. Yay! Yay, Nathan. <laughs> and he's standing up on his own, and he's all excited, and he keeps calling for Haley to see. But someone does come in. It's not Haley, it's Carrie. And cause we find out that Haley's already at work and then they have a whole conversation of, do you want breakfast? Nathan's like, no, I don't need breakfast. She's like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Great. Then Peyton calls Brooke from her new office and uh, Peyton's all excited. Cause she's got her office all set up and Brooke is in construction. Hell. <laughs> uh, yes.
2: Yeah. There's <laughs> so much, there's so much like, uh, I don't know, set up like, In in the first, like, two minutes of this episode. Mm -hmm. Just, like, there's so much going on. Uh, Yeah. It was excellent.
0: Yes. Then, uh, as Brooke is talking to Peyton on the phone, Victoria is calling Brooke. So she hangs up with Peyton and answers Victoria's phone call and Brooke or Victoria chastises Brooke, uh, about her opening a store in tree Hill. And Victoria asks her if she's doing drugs because, you know, she can spin that in the right way if we need to. But Brooke then hangs up on her because <laughs> one of the construction guys, as they're doing demo on Karen's cafe is carrying a sign from the cafe, um, that reads the famous words, Somebody told me that this is the place where everything's better and everything's safe. And Brooke immediately says, no, 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 That That stays right here. So the sign stays, which is very nice. Good. Yes.
2: <laughs> I love the, the fact that the first time we see Victoria in this episode, she's like, it's fine if you're on drugs. Just let me know so I know how to spin it. And right. then the last time we see Victoria in this episode is... Brooke calling her mother. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, sorry, spoilers for like yeah. 45 minutes in the future. But yep. uh, I just think that's very, very funny. Yes,
0: yes. So then uh, Nathan comes down the stairs or by his account, he falls down the stairs because walking's tough for Nathan these days. <laughs> but he's trying, so yay. And we see that Carrie made him breakfast anyways. And it's arranged as bacon and eggs in a smiley face. <sighs>
2: <laughs> Carrie has big like high school Haley energy, like like junior year Haley energy.
0: Yeah. Um, and she says, Yes, I put it as a smiley face because I'm an optimist that way. And Nathan's like, Okay, cool. Um, can you take me somewhere? Is that something nannies do? And she's like, Yes, but only if I can get your crutches and you stop falling down. <laughs> and he's like, Okay, sure, fine. Great. Then Haley comes to talk to Lucas at practice about Quentin, as he hasn't been in class all week since he stormed out that last time. And she thinks it's because he's not on the basketball team. And she then observes that the Ravens varsity team is getting stomped by the junior varsity team. (laughs) So the Ravens suck. Yeah. Sure do. Yeah. Oh, they so suck. Because he's like, <laughs> they don't look that bad. The ones in the white don't look that bad. He's like, yeah, that's the junior varsity team. The blue ones are mine.
2: <laughs> it was and so she's good. like, oh, okay, OK, bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so we're back good. to
1: Haley yeeting herself out of uncomfortable yep. situations. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Yes.
1: That has not changed in four years. It has yes. always but, been her specialty.
0: But before she eats, well, he says something like, they're a work in progress. And then he goes and asks Haley how his little brother is doing. And she just says, he's a work in progress. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah. Then then uh, Mouth confronts Alice about why his demo was in the garbage. And she says, oh, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't meant to go in the garbage. It was meant to go in the recycling. And She's throws it away again.
1: Fucking worst. Man. Yes.
0: Then Skill shows up at just the perfect time to go, yo, Mouth, early lunch Thursdays. <laughs> and Alice literally says, friends at work, that's half a strike at least. So his
2: mouth like what on the 10th strike, it feels like. What? The yeah. Fuck? Something tells me that her strike system is bullshit. Hmm. Completely. <laughs> Gee, like I wonder
1: what um, could possibly give you that idea. Oh uh, god. <laughs>
0: yes. Then um we find out where Nathan had Carrie take him because the next scene is at a prison and Nathan is there to see Dan.
2: Yuck. <laughs> He's back. Yuck. Uh, <laughs> It's been so good without him here
0: <laughs> for the whole two episodes we had.
2: Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah,
0: complete with really bad facial hair.
2: I know. Yeah. It was like a uh, an early seasons Keith goatee, and I'm like, "What you doing, Dan? What right? you doing, Danny? Like right. he's projecting. He is projecting." Oh, like, yes. what kind of razors do you get that you can maintain a goatee like that? <laughs> right?
0: I don't even think it's a goatee. I think it's like a handlebar mustache that just yeah. goes all the way down. I'm like, gross. Anyway. Like, um,
1: it's, it's, yeah. it's not a good look. F-
0: no. No. Not a good look for Danny Boy. Uh, but then we – it cuts to commercials like it's a big shock. And then um, – <laughs> t- I mean, it's like, bam, he's there. And then, bam, they're gone. I'm like, Okay. Um. So after the commercial break, Dan asks Nathan about the accident and Nathan admits to him that it was a moment of anger and he should have walked away, but he didn't. And his punishment is regretting that action for every day of the rest of his life. And Dan says, tell me about it. I regret a lot of things. Like, really? He's never going to see his grandson grow up. And he starts to ask about Jamie and Nathan tells him that, you know, Jamie did find a picture of you one time. And Nathan and Dan asks, well, what did you tell him? And Nathan's like, we told him you were dead. (laughs) I love that. I mean, (laughs) uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Then uh, Lucas comes to his office, which is Whitey's old office is now Lucas's office. So that's a weird full circle thing that I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah, it's not Whitey's office anymore. It's Lucas's. Um, But he finds Haley there and she's like, yeah, I figured I'd just lounge here on my lunch break. And he's like, isn't that what the teacher's lounge is for? And she's like, yeah, but it's awkward because all of my old teachers are in there and it feels like they're grading me. And he's like, yeah, I get that. Like,
2: mm-hmm. who would have
0: thunk that, you know, 21, 22 year olds teaching at a place they literally were at four years ago. Right. It's not a whole
2: Whole premise of the season that it's been only been four years since they've all graduated. Yes.
0: And um she starts asking him about you know giving Peyton the office space at Trick and if Lindsay's okay with it. And Lucas is like, Yes, Lindsay is totally fine with it, and she's not the jealous type whatsoever. And she's like, Great, because I'm gonna have lunch with her right now. And he's like, You just came here for information. She's like, Yeah, kind of, but it's fine. And she also tells him that, you know, it's kind of weird because Peyton isn't just an ex. And yeah, then then leaves it there. Like, OK, yeah. way to point out the obvious there, Hills.
2: I mean, someone has to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: someone has to to Lucas because he's obviously not getting it. It's fine. Right. It's fine.
1: And more people do.
0: Yep. Oh, boy. <laughs> then uh, at their early lunch Thursday, Skills and Mouth are talking about Alice. And Skills says the reason that she's acting so horribly to Mouth is because she's a cougar. And it's nothing but sexual tension.
2: Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. skills. And then he
0: tells Mouth about how same thing happened to him with a professor in one of his uh, college classes. And he ended up after she was started to berate him, he just kissed her. And then he did a lot more than kiss her. And yeah, Mouse's like, no, that's not happening. He's like, I think it is dude. And I think you're going to miss out on some hot cougar love.
2: Skills. Shut up.
0: <laughs> Stop I, it. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hot cougar love things. I didn't know I needed to hear.
1: One not thing happened. that has changed in the last four years is skills has started giving questionable advice,
0: right? Skills right. is sound advice. Our that voice had of last reason. Season is gone. <laughs>
1: Our gone. voice of reason from seasons three and
2: four is gone.
0: <laughs> yep. yep Now he's just a horny assistant basketball coach It's fine
2: Well I think the problem is that his advice hasn't gotten any better Like everyone else has gotten older And their situations are a little different That's and very his true advice is still uh, high school level Like maybe you should just kiss her Maybe Right <laughs>
0: wow yes then uh, we go to Haley and Lindsay who go for their lunch and they reminisce about how the first time they had lunch together was at the same restaurant and Haley basically was like scoping out Lindsay to make sure she was good enough for Lucas complete (laughs) with a photocopy of her driver's license oh Haley
2: uh not does not surprise me I'm like valid though like how old is this bitch like she is she's the same age
0: as the rest of them if not, like she's maybe one be or two a little years bit older. older, like she maybe be one be or two years older, but she's not okay. that much older. Yeah. yeah, Because
1: okay. because yeah. by the time that Lucas was publishing Unkindness of Raven, she was already like. In the working world, it was her yeah. first
0: book, so I would say she's probably two years older because he published it when he was 20 and she probably was 22 mm. out of high school because yeah. it was her first book. So, yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Then um, they also talk about, speaking of Lucas, the fact that he's writing again, which they're both happy and surprised about. Mm -hmm. Then Carrie and Jamie are playing in his room and she throws him his basketball and he tells her that um, his daddy doesn't like it when he plays basketball. And she asks why. And he just quietly gets up and shows her a little something in his closet that we don't get to see yet.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no. He he asked if she can keep a secret. Yes,
0: yes. She and
2: does. she's like, "I'm very good at keeping secrets." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> uh, yes." Yeah. I have a a uh, a voice message I want to share with everyone. Now okay. that Jamie, now that Jamie is in this episode oh, for the first time, oh, I'm uh, ready for this. So. I got a call from Mandy the other day, and I wasn't able to pick up because I was at auditions. Uh, And this this is what we got. I just listened to your episode, and I gotta say, I'm so thrilled
1: that you're finally in season five. Because the only character that matters from here on out is Jamie Scott. That's it. The whole show is just about this kid now. At least in my world. (laughs) Nobody else matters. Just Jamie, because he's the best. Now, if everybody could have a kid like that, I would like kids. I'm just saying. He's the perfect child. The end. Love you, bye.
0: That's amazing.
1: That was an excellent review of Jamie Scott. I think so. (laughs) An excellent review of Jamie Scott.
0: Oh, God, I love it. Yes. (laughs) He is. He's the perfect child. It's fine.
2: Yeah. Here I thought I was missing like a very important best friend phone call. She left a message with which never happens. I'm like, what happened? It's a life emergency. What's going on? Uh, Just need to let me know how good Jamie Scott was.
0: (laughs) Yep, He's the best. Period. Yeah. So then uh, we go on to basketball practice where Lucas and skills remind the team. That last season, they won their last eight or they lost their last games, their last eight games by three points or less. And they're like, you guys can't make a free throw to save your lives. So here's what we're going to start doing. Before every practice, you have to make three free throws in a row. If you don't, guess what? You start running and you don't stop running till we tell you to stop running. So go. And guess what? None of them can make the free throws. Hmm. Shocking. That. Shocking. Then Mouth is 30 seconds late back from lunch and Alice lays into him once again and lists off all this crap and it builds up to this big moment where Mouth just kisses her.
2: Yuck. Stop it.
0: And she pulls away and says, and now you're fired. Yeah. Great advice there, Skills. Great advice. Which is advice the correct
2: there. answer. Yes. Yes. Nothing else that happens between them and the rest of the next two episodes is the correct answer. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then uh, we go back to Nathan and Dan and Nathan tells him that he's the one who forced him to play basketball and it ruined his life and ruined his family's life. And that's why he will never let Jamie play basketball. And Dan tells him giving a basket, giving him a basketball at three years old did not put him on those crutches and did not ruin his life. And not letting Jamie play is just as bad as Dan making Nathan play. And Nathan kind of is over it and kind of blows up and tells Dan he's letting go of him and his old life and wanted to just say it to his face before he was done with him forever. And as Nathan walks away um, and leaves, Dan whispers to Nathan that he loves him. Nathan obviously does not hear it.
2: I didn't even hear that. Excuse me. I didn't even hear the whisper. Uh, I think I was too busy writing. Good for you, Nathan. You go, Nathan. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's uh, it's just a weird conversation between the two of them. I feel like I get why he went to visit him. But at the same time, I'm like, really? Really, Nathan? Yeah. But Uh, anyway, then Lindsay comes to visit a very shocked Peyton at her office and compliments the space and gives her a lucky bamboo. And she tells her she hopes that it all works out for her. And she lets her know that even though they just met, she wanted her to know that she's there.
1: God, listen. I got thoughts. Let a rep tater Oh, Okay, <laughs> but well, there are thoughts that I would like to discuss that I can't discuss until other things happen. So okie
0: dokey. Well, there we go. Yes, but it's just very other like-
2: very rational, healthy, responsive things. happen. <laughs> mm.
0: Yes. So, all right, then moving on. Lucas is like I said, shocked to find that no one on the team made the free throws and he and skills both are like, they're expecting us to turn this team around into a winning season this year. Aren't they? And skills is like, mm, yep, they are good Here for are. them. Good Yikes. for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then Nathan gets home. Um, and he didn't have Kerry wait on him. Apparently he took a cab home. And while Carrie's, at their house, watching Jamie, she finds an old article about Nathan being a hometown hero. And Nathan tells her that he's not a hero anymore. And we find out that she actually went to Pontiac and they beat him in the championship. And she said, she cried for a week. And Nathan's like, I'm not a hero. You know, that's my old life. It's not me anymore. And Carrie asks him if he's sure of that. And then she shows him what Jamie showed her in his closet. And it is a complete shrine to his dad. Mm. Ugh, it's so cute.
1: That it's kid, so sweet.
0: <laughs> he loves his daddy.
1: <sighs> loves his daddy. That dad so much. that child is the sole crumb of serotonin that Nathan Scott has right now. Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Yep. Yes. yep. Then Lucas comes in to see Brooke at her new store and he immediately takes a picture and tells her he promised his mom he'd send her a picture after she was done destroying her cafe. And Brooke is like, don't say that. I hated doing it, but I did keep the sign. And she points up to the sign she's got hung up. And Lucas is very happy about that. And he tells her that he and Karen both think it's the perfect way to carry on the legacy of Karen's cafe. Yeah,
2: I mean... Yeah, it was a very important part in Brooke becoming, you know, who
0: mm-hmm. she is. Yeah.
2: Did Did she work there for a hot second? Is that
0: she worked for yeah. her whenever she lived with Karen she, and, right, and, right, and, and right, Karen like punished her when she was grounded and she was like, right. you're going to go do this to work off the money that you just. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, yes, she did. Then we go to Haley, who comes to see Peyton, and they start immediately talking about Lindsay and how Peyton feels like Lindsay was just marking her territory. And Haley is very skeptical of Peyton's assumptions (laughs) about Lindsay and says that even if she is marking her territory, what does it matter? Because you didn't come back for Lucas, right? And Peyton immediately denies coming home for Lucas at all. Great.
2: Mm-hmm. Glad
0: we rehashed this for the 50,000th time <laughs> in three episodes.
2: It's uh, because nobody believes you, Aiden
0: ex- Elizabeth. Exactly. <laughs>
2: it's because her face goes, what? No. <laughs> Every single time. She's the most transparent person on this television show. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. She's more transparent than the four-year-old. Yes. <laughs> So then subject changes to the local band that's playing at Trick Tonight uh, that Peyton wanted Haley to hear. And they come uh, out to the club and they see this band doing a sound check and their front man is Kevin Federline. Post-Britney uh, Spears the, divorce. Mm, yep.
2: I, I'm having strong reactions. Very <laughs> triggered by Kevin Federline. So okay. I have a story about this. <laughs> so while...
1: I was watching this episode. Kelsey was my roommate Um, for context for people who don't know me personally, but I know I've mentioned her before. Anyway, my roommate was downstairs um, packing stuff up to go to the gym while I was watching this. And when Haley and Peyton are talking and Peyton's like, Oh, they're unsigned. And when Haley asks, how do you know that? She was like, I just lived in LA for four years. You just know. And, Kelsey made a comment and was like, that's not real. And I was like, no, it is (laughs) like, that's very much like you can, you can tell like people, like when you work in the industry, like you just know there's just like, there's something about them that like, there's this energy that they have that when they're unsigned, it's different. And then it cuts to it while we're having this conversation, it cuts to a shot of Kevin Federline singing and Kelsey immediately admits that she is very attracted to this man and oh it gets better she Uh goes she's talking about immediately starts talking about how attracted to this man she is and how her clothes would be on the floor and she's mid-sentence and I look at her and go that's Kevin Federline and she stops dead color leaves her face and she goes I need to move out
2: I don't know if that's better or worse than what Ben said. I'm like having strong reactions going, I can't believe Kevin Fetterline is in this. And he goes, Wasn't he a Backstreet boy? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh
0: boy. Oh boy. <laughs> and do you remember Caitlin? They made a deal about the fact
2: they that they made a guest star.
0: They deal were like guest starring Kevin Fetterline.
2: Fetterline. Yuck.
1: No. Yeah. Like yeah. they did like they did press.
0: Yeah. With oh, Kevin yeah. Fetterline. Yeah.
1: Was this a, was this a get at that point in time? I mean kind of.
0: Yeah. I mean he he was everywhere at that point.
1: Yeah. Because I think he and Brittany had either I think they'd just broken up. Right. Yeah. That's my my um my roommate doesn't watch this TV show, but <laughs> for occasionally when she happens to be in the room. Yeah. Take for the week.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, they divorced in 2007 and this was 2008 when it aired. So, I mean, it was filmed in 2007 sometime right after the divorce. Yeah. So he was they were still very much tabloid fodder. And it was like everyone was talking about them.
2: Right. Well, this was like mid Britney Spears breakdown then mm-hmm. as well. Like, oh, I hate him. I hate his face. I hate his character in this. I hate. Uh, Yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah, so then we go to Brooke who is looking at a house to buy or rent in Tree Hill and she loves this house so much that's on the market that she says she'll take it and they're like, great and she says, I'll take everything and she's like, what? She's like, yeah and if you can be out in an hour I'll give you an extra $30,000 and the lady (laughs) just goes, welcome home (laughs) and then she goes to pick up her cat named Beasley and she's like, do you want Beasley? And, and Brooke's like, no, you can keep Beasley. She's like, okay, great. There's a pot roast in the oven. And Brooke's just like, I love pot roast.
1: <laughs> Me too, girl. <laughs> it is
0: the weirdest, most like Brooke with a lot of money kind of thing ever. Yes. Like 16-year-old Brooke entered the chat there for a hot second to be like, yes. I want this house. I want it now. You can leave now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so funny. It's stupid. God, I'm like, Brooke, there are papers that need to be signed, honey. Okay, sure. Fine. Whatever. Then we go to
1: different when you're paying with cash on hand, right? Yes,
0: I guess. Then Haley goes to find Quentin at the River Court and he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, boy, I have spent more time here than you've been alive. So shut up (laughs) pretty much. And um, she asks him to come back to school And he's like, I don't need to go back to school. It doesn't matter. And she tells him it does matter if he comes back to school or not after giving him all kinds of statistics about kids who don't graduate high school and all that kind of stuff. And Quentin is completely oblivious to it and just jokes it off with her. And Haley says she tried and she walks off and leaves him. Good. Then Peyton uh, goes to the band and tries to convince uh, Jason, who is the lead singer, um, to sign with her. And he immediately just... Passes on it. He's like, yeah, we're not being your first band. Go away. And Peyton then immediately throws her lucky bamboo in the garbage. Yeah.
2: it. That's a cool bamboo. I'm sorry. I when It's uh, very pretty. When mm-hmm. Lindsay gave it to her, it was kind of like sideways and it just looked like a regular shoot of bamboo. But then, like, when it started becoming an actual, like, prop, prop uh, not only in uh, the peyton's office but in the in the store too Mm -hmm. uh i'm like that's really cool that's not a cheap house plant peyton what are you doing (laughs) respect it come on
0: yeah so then after she throws in the trash the next scene is her coming over to lucas and Lindsay's place to talk to Lindsay, and she tells her that You know, she's not after Lucas, so she doesn't need to mark her territory. And Lindsay says that she wasn't trying to mark her territory. And then Peyton asks her, well, then what were you doing? Because there's nobody is that nice. And Lindsay tells her this entire story about how when she first became an editor, a friend gave her the lucky bamboo. It was just a sign to say that your dreams are coming true. And it just makes Peyton feel super awkward because it's such a sweet and genuine story.
2: So she doubles down. right (laughs) oh my
0: god yes then we go back to lucas and skills and they uh next day at practice and magically all of the team are now making their free throws and skills is like i guess they got tired of running and lucas says i think they got tired of losing yay
2: 4k no lows both i think (laughs) i think both things can be true
0: yes both can be correct both can be correct boys yes then uh, we see Carrie find Nathan doing his physical therapy and um, she asks him about the fact that he visited his father in prison and he immediately asks her if Haley knows and um, Nathan says he doesn't want her to know it all. And Carrie says she'll mind her own business. It's not her job to meddle. But if Haley asks, she's not going to lie. Nathan's like, fair enough. And he tells her that he appreciates that she's here because he's been an ass lately. And Haley all, or Carrie also says, you know what you could do to to make your wife a little happier? You could find a razor and shave.
1: Yeah, because his facial hair is not it. No, no. like it's no, 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 like no. not like scruff that's being
2: like well kept.
0: No. It's bad. It's bad, 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 bad.
2: I love a man with a beard. I love facial hair, but like, look. Yeah. (laughs) Not, not like that. No, 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 no. Depression beard doesn't do it for me. (laughs) No, (laughs) no. Depression beard
0: is not it. No, no. Then we go back to Peyton who goes back to see the band again and tells them that she has a lot of experience and she has one thing the made the other labels don't have. And that's an interest in them. So they can either come with her, And they can make a record or they can keep playing for beer.
2: Yep. Sick burn, Peyton.
0: Right. (laughs) She's a badass. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Then. um, Then mouth as he's getting ready to leave work for his last day, um, comes across Alice's office and sees her in there. And he storms in and tells her that she never gave him a chance and starts just berating her until Alice stops him and kisses him. And says that was kind of hot. And then. Ber- th- then, they get thro- then they throw down onto the couch. And start making out in her office.
2: Berating her by telling her. How hot her body is. Uh-huh. And, like. Ick.
0: Yeah.
1: Ick, 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 Ick. Yeah, this is not. I don't like this version of mouth. No. I'm not into it. Nope. Nope. Uh,
0: yeah. Then Haley. Gets home from work and you can tell she's exhausted. She's had a bad day. And then we see Carrie knock on her window of her car as she's leaving. And you know, she asks, she's like, did you have a rough day? And Haley's like, yeah, it wasn't great. And I'm not exactly, you know, ready for what's in there. And, um, Carrie does say, well, there is somebody in there who's very excited to see you. And Haley just goes, Oh, Jamie, which brightens her up a little bit. And so she comes in to the house and calls for Jamie, but doesn't hear him. But then she gets into the dining room, and she finds a clean-shaven Nathan and Jamie both in shirts and ties at a fully set dinner table with dinner ready for her. And uh, Haley asks what all this is, and Nathan says it's the start of how things are going to be from now on. And Haley just says that she missed him as she sits down to dinner. And she starts asking Nathan about his day, but he immediately says enough about me. How was your day? To which Jamie repeats and asks, yeah, mama, how was your day? And Haley just tells him her day just got a lot better.
2: This season needs to stop making me cry like immediately. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's
0: good. It's It's very good.
1: I think my one note for this scene when was when Nathan was, or not even this scene, this whole episode, because I was too busy watching it, um, was when he was standing up to pull her chair out, and he's looking at her, and they do that close-up on his face, and he loves her so much. He loves <laughs> her so much! Yep. He loves her yep. so
2: much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my favorite part of this was Haley, what it was like, the, they were like zooming out on them, like dishing up and whatever. Haley's like, it looks so good. And Nathan's like, I don't know how good it's going to taste though. Jamie made it. All. Right. <laughs> it was so cute.
0: They're, they're, they're so cute. Yeah. So then we go to Peyton who comes to see Brooke at the store and asks her if she can't sign any bands, can she work at the store? And, Brooke's like, no, honey, you're near you're not nearly bitchy enough to work at Closeover Bros. And Peyton's like, oh, but I am. Bet. <laughs> bet. Because she admits that she called Lindsay out on marking her territory. And she just keeps going on and on about Lindsay and everything until Brooke shows her the lucky bamboo that Lindsay also got Brooke. And Peyton just stops and goes, I'm such a
1: bitch. <laughs> uh
2: Ben and I both thought that Lindsay was be right behind Peyton uh the this entire time it was gonna be one of those reveals.
0: Ah no, uh, just 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 no. the fact that Brooke just also got bamboo. some lucky bamboo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And this and is where I have thoughts. Okay. And I think that Peyton even brings it up later. But okay. um I am not a Lindsay fan for many no. reasons. <laughs> um well, I think but, we're
0: built not to be Lindsay fans.
1: I mean I know, but <laughs> But still, it's like this whole this whole act that she's been putting on is I'm not into it, and it's not cute. And you know, Brooke is Brooke has always been the one that, like, of the two of them, of Peyton and Brooke, wants to believe the best in people and wants mm-hmm. to assume the good intentions behind everything. Until she gets proven wrong. Whereas Peyton is absolutely like. I don't fucking trust you. Like, And not only is that something that I identify with. But like. I'm with Peyton here. Lindsay's marking her territory. Like it's fully marking huh. her territory. With both of them. Because oh, yeah. even if the history with Brooke. Is long gone. Like it's, it's. Like even further gone. Than his history with Peyton. By like two years. Yeah did. I know like not exactly much. it's not that much and so it's like and by all by all accounts like both women are fantastic women like if I were Lindsay I'd be shaking in my fucking boots so well she is she constantly
2: she doesn't just bring up Peyton she brings up both of your beautiful exes mm-hmm. you know. Like, it's not just Peyton that she is worried about. Like, we as viewers know that it's Peyton she should be most worried about. But, you know, I think Lindsay has them both on the same level in her mind. Yeah,
0: she's on high alert for both of them.
2: Yeah, totally. Because
1: she spent, what, a year editing Lucas's love letter to the both of them? Right. Right.
0: Which I was I was thinking about that, too, with that. I'm like, how far back does this book go? Is it just senior year? Because if it is, that's fine. It cuts out one of the love triangles they did. Like,
2: right. Does, it cut does out. She the, really, does she the really know how many carousel. love triangles they had?
0: Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. And and that's the thing, too, is like, even if, it, you know, if I were dating somebody that, you know, like these are two women that he was in a love triangle with twice. And fucked it up, but fucked it up both times. He fucked it up both times. Even if that was something that he did when he was younger, I'd still be concerned.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: that is, like, it's not a red flag, but
2: it's definitely not a green
1: one. Yeah.
2: Yes. Well, yeah. And also, like, I don't know. Is this before or after Lucas is like, I I love you. I'll love you forever. I promise. And I'm just like, oh, don't promise anything like that. Do not believe any of those promises from Lucas Eugene Scott. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it yeah, it's messy. And the fact that she is so uh, familiar with his first book means that she's not coming into this. She's not coming into it blind, like Anna. Where right
1: where she doesn't know about any of it and Lucas is keeping it from her. Right. Like God. this woman read this entire book and read uh, presumably about how Lucas fucked it up so badly with both of these women.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Multiple and drafts decided, and edited it.
1: Yes, and then decided to date him anyway. Oh. Yep.
0: And uh, has yeah. been for what seems like at least two a years. year if not longer two years. Yeah. It's
1: been two years. Yeah because they started dating right after the, the
2: la, right after book, the LA signing. book signing which was two yeah. years ago yeah
0: yeah uh yeah
2: okay <laughs> uh, uh, yikes.
0: oh boy yeah
2: yeah don't like Lindsay, but this poor woman <laughs> like
0: yeah <laughs> then um, we go back to Haley and Nathan. And as they are talking about their day, Jamie comes down and says, he's not very sleepy. And Nathan says, all right, well, since it's a special night, how about you can stay up just a little bit later. And then he pulls out Jamie's basketball and says, do you want to shoot some hoops? Jamie is absolutely thrilled to play basketball with his dad. Then um, Brooke, who took Peyton from the store to her house and shows Peyton her room because she wants Peyton to move in with her. And Peyton is ecstatic about it. And it just makes me wonder, like, where was Peyton staying before? Does Larry still have a house in Tree Hill or what's going on?
2: Yeah. What's going on Larry? Right?
0: He's still on a boat somewhere, it sounds it yeah. <laughs> like. It's fine. He's on a boat. It's fine.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah. I've been trying to figure that out as well. Like, and it didn't, like. Like you, it didn't occur to me until Peyton or Brooke. Brooke was like, This is your room. Mm -hmm. That I was like, Where has Peyton been sleeping? And Brooke been staying. Where have they both been? Oh, they've been in I mean Brooke, sure. She was in a hotel. So I'm guessing that's probably also where Peyton was. But but just like but the fact that like neither of these women have homes to go to. Right.
2: (laughs) Right. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Peyton was sleeping in her office for the last couple of days while she was getting it all set up and everything, you know, probably. Yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that would make
0: sense. Um, yeah. So then um, this, it's like our end montage. So then we go to prison where Dan is mopping a floor until a guard gives him an envelope that Nathan apparently left for him. And it is a picture of Jamie. Great, mm-hmm. great then the band agrees to sign with Peyton and she's thrilled. And then Lindsay gets home and tells Lucas that she's trying so hard because his two gorgeous ex-girlfriends are back in town. But she has to ask him if she has anything to worry about. And Lucas says she has nothing to worry about.
1: Mm. Famous last huh? words. Uh, oh, yikes. boy. Yes. <laughs> then. three. <laughs> Yeah. We passed it on the way to, to Albuquerque before. Uh, yeah,
0: my God. This is
1: this is a a record that is broken.
2: <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: then we end with Peyton and Brooke, um, having a glass of wine on their brand new deck that overlooks the harbor. And it's they're drinking some wine while Peyton asks if Lindsay was marking her territory with Brooke as well, because she also got the bamboo. And then they joke because the running gag through this entire time where Peyton's been talking to people about Lindsay is everyone immediately goes, Lucas is Lindsay. And (laughs) Peyton says it and she's like, now I'm even calling her Lucas is Lindsay. Oh, wow. And, um. They're they're joking about that until Peyton changes the subject and uh, worries that she's keeping Brooke from her life. And Brooke says that she thought she had everything she wanted in New York and her clothing line and everything, but she didn't have this. She didn't have wine with her best friend on the deck looking out at the harbor. And just then, Victoria appears out of nowhere like the wicked witch that she is and tells her, that vacation is over and it's time to go back to New York. They trade words and insults for a little bit until Brooke calls Victoria mother.
2: Dun, dun, dun!
0: Which would have been a big revelation if Caitlin and I had kept a better straight face. It's fine. hmm We were yeah. rusty. It's fine. I Yes, I take full responsibility.
1: Yeah, because quite honestly, I'm impressed that you... Figured it out
0: because we didn't. I didn't until it happened to I me. Mean,
1: what? No, I was like, I just thought that this was like her bitchy CFO. Because, yep. <laughs>
0: cause, well, here's the thing. Because they had talked about in promo for the new season of the new characters. And they mentioned Lindsay and Victoria were like the two big main characters that were coming in. And they just mentioned that Victoria was... Brooks, you know, CFO at at Close of Her Bros and all that kind of stuff. And she works with her and it's all that kind of stuff. They don't mention anything about her being her mother at all. But it just goes with the same thing of One Tree Hill where they can never have all the parents in one episode at the same time. So we got rid of Karen and Larry and Dan and now we just have Victoria.
2: Yeah, we don't have Deb either. No. So, yeah. Yeah, I Um, miss Deb. Bring her mm -hmm. back crazy crazy grandma deb like can you imagine don't call her grandma grandma?
0: don't call her grandma
2: too bad i'm (laughs) doing it uh can you imagine her with how sweet and like mature jamie is with crazy grandma deb
1: (laughs) i'm really upset that we don't have it yep yeah um
2: no but ben didn't know either that's another thing i forgot to tell ben And I forgot to tell him that I, I correctly guessed that Victoria was her mom. And so at the end of this, he goes, whoa, had we know, did we know that before? And I'm like, technically, no, it's all fine. Everything's fine.
0: <laughs> wow. So, yeah, then um, she, Victoria leaves and Peyton just looks at Brooke and says, well, your mom's still a bitch. And Brooke just looks completely devastated and torn and the episode ends.
1: One of the things that I love about about Victoria is she does not pronounce Peyton's name like everyone else does because we all have Southern accents. Mm -hmm. She pronunciates all of the syllables in her name and calls her Peyton.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And it's just like it's Mm -hmm. that's just like such an uppity, bougie thing for her to do. Yes. And it's just like. I, I don't know why I love it so much that she does that, but it's yeah. it just makes me laugh because she like yeah. is trying so hard to not
2: be from this world. Yes. Yeah. She's not allergic to middle T's like the rest of us are. Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. And she also, I just love how um, Peyton also calls her Mrs. Davis because mm-hmm. you know that's yes. what she's called her since they were nine years old.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know oh. Victoria hates it. <laughs> She's the kind 100%. of woman who yeah, who's like Mrs. Davis was my was my mother-in-law. Call me, you know, call me Victoria.
1: I see I disagree with that. I feel like Peyton is the type of person who probably would have tried to call her Victoria and then Victoria was like it's Mrs. Davis.
0: Mm-hmm. She <laughs> hates Peyton. Yeah. She's always thought that Peyton was less than Brooke probably and it's just always been that. So, yeah, it's it's gross. But anyway, well, during
1: what? Season 2 when they were talking about Brooke moving to California, her mom was like Peyton's a bad influence, you can't move in with her. Yes. Oh, yep. I forgot about that.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. Yep, so tracks. So, anyway, what did we think of the episode overall? Loved it. It's a great episode. It's a really good episode. I'm happy that Nathan is getting back on track. Mm
1: -hmm. And by that,
0: I mean, he shaved.
1: Yes. Good job.
0: Um, Jamie's adorable. No notes for the child. He's participating in
1: physical therapy. Yeah. So he's like actively trying. And I'm really glad that they didn't drag this out with him.
0: Exactly. Because it would have been really
1: easy for them to do that. And I'm so glad that they gave us two episodes of alcoholic grumpy Nathan. And then he remembered who he was. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. He was faced with a world where Haley was going to leave him. And
0: when, we know he can't do that. He can't handle nope, that at all.
2: Nope. We've seen that before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was arguably maybe worse than uh paralyzed Nathan. Yes. <laughs>
0: like, that was, so. that was bringing a, bringing a 12 pack of beer to school. Nathan, that was yeah.
2: right.
0: Oh, doggy. Um, yeah, no, I like this episode a lot. It's the Peyton Lindsay crap. I find hilarious and also terrible at the same time. Like it's funny, but it's not funny.
2: Yeah. It's I just, just like, also
1: one of those moments, too, where you remember that these characters, even though they're adults now, they are still children. They're 21 they're years old. 21 they're 21 and 22, and 22 years old. old. Yeah. Like, they're, they're still yeah. children. Oh my, my we talked about this, I think, during season five, episode one. My assistant is 24. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, the, these are children.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything I'm, else we want to? Oh, go ahead.
2: No, I'm sorry. That It was going to be a a reference to next week's episode, but we got to end this episode to get there, you know? Yes. (laughs) So,
0: Let's wrap it up then kids and get ready for next week's episode. So that's going to do it for us. Thank you guys so much for listening as always. Do not forget to like rate and subscribe to the podcast. It does help us out on the long run. If you rate us five stars helps with the lovely podcast algorithms and all that fun stuff. Um, Follow us on social media. We are everywhere. You can get your social media at on Wednesday's pod. If you want to drop us a line, have a question comment and or concern the Instagram DMS are usually the best place to go. And yeah, we will see you guys next week for another fun filled episode of on Wednesday's Wednesdays, we watch One Tree Hill. We'll see you guys then. Bye! Bye! Bye.